0: Hi everybody, welcome to episode 5 of Chaos, that's chaos with a K, as in Kingdom Hearts and other stuff, where usually I'll try and sell my guests on the Kingdom Hearts series based on a topic of their choosing. My name's Zach Lyons, and today's episode is a bit different because my guest is already a big Kingdom Hearts fan, so I'm not trying to convince him to go play it. Uh, Instead, he's got a topic related to the series that we'll be taking a closer look at together. If you're listening to this on the Super Nerd Pals Network, and I'm not sure where else you would find it right now. Uh, you're probably already familiar with my guest. He's one of the two founding mem- members of Super Nerd Pals, Andy Carasquillo. Hey. How you doing, buddy? How's it going? It's uh good. It's it's interesting to be on the other side. Usually I'm the one guesting on your show.
1: I know. I was just thinking the same thing. It feels uh
0: <laughs> The flow is different. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in case some of the people listening are... New like they, they haven 't heard of super nerd pals before, tell us a bit about yourself so um Stan and I created this this uh,
1: podcast called super nerd Pals and it 's about nerd culture and other ha <laughs> And, uh,
0: what kind of nerd culture
1: it's movies comics video games TV shows any anything that you can classify as nerd ha! We've talked about card games to tabletop games to everything. I think we've touched about everything at this point.
0: Well, we we talk about Kingdom Hearts basically every time I go on. Oh, absolutely. You, <laughs> if we're talking about Avengers, somehow I managed to link it to Kingdom Hearts.
1: Listen, Kingdom Hearts is everywhere. Disney owns Avengers. Disney owns Kingdom Hearts.
0: It's, it's true. It's true. Uh, right, so... Uh, Before we get into your topic, I just want to mention that while this episode should be airing in early July, we're actually recording it in the middle of May. So, like, we're two or three days out from the first press previews of Kingdom Hearts 3 being made public, which is super exciting. And we're less than a month away from E3, where uh, we're expecting to get potentially the last big dump of Kingdom Hearts 3 info before the game launches this year. And Square Enix
1: swears by that date still, so I have high hopes.
0: I, I believe it they haven't faltered, like, they haven't given us a firm date, but they have not faltered from the year 2018, and the way that they're inviting press this week to go play it, that speaks volumes to me. Absolutely. Uh, so even if, we, even if we don't get a finalized date at E3, I still am confident that it'll be this year. So, yeah. Basically, I just want to say, as we're recording, we haven't, we don't know any of that stuff. E3 has not happened, the previews have not launched, but by the time the episode airs, there will be old news. So... If there's anything that comes out of those events that uh, we don't cover here, that's why. So, with that said, Andy, what is your topic? What would you like to talk about? So my
1: topic this week is Xehanort.
0: Do I is there a like particular part of Xehanort you want to focus on, or just him as a whole just character?
1: Him as a whole. I think everything down to like his weird Ow. scheme to who he <laughs> is and the. Ha! he's done it just makes him such a cool and like interesting character in the kingdom hearts universe and Mm. probably the most convoluted bald man i've ever seen in my life
0: (laughs) uh so it's it's interesting because when i was getting my notes ready for this episode i i actually was surprised by the fact that zaynor isn't actually introduced until birth by sleep like he's such a mainstay and he's, like, the main bad guy, but he's not even in Kingdom Hearts 1 or Chain of Memories or Kingdom Hearts 2. Like, it's several games deep into the series before the true mastermind is revealed, and that's uh, a bit unconventional, a bit interesting to yeah, me. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, if you're counting young Xehanort, he kind of, like, puts his toes in the water in Kingdom Hearts 2, because you meet young Xehanort in Kingdom Hearts 2. Do you? Yeah, you actually do. Where? Um uh, I wanna say Radiant Garden is where you meet him and it's it's basically Terra
0: Xehanort that you meet. I remember the lingering will fight against Terra's armor. No, so this I is this, this is
1: actually in the original Kingdom Hearts game. Really? Uh Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah, not the um Final Mix. Yeah, final mix.
0: I don't remember this at all.
1: Yeah, he's like a lab assistant. You you meet him in like a lab coat. Um, trying to figure out. Mm,
0: is that Kingdom Hearts too? Because I I know like when you're it when is you're in Garden, 2. you find like Ansem the Wise's Lab and stuff, and you have the picture of Ansem or Xehanort on the on the wall. I guess that's the picture of Terranort.
1: Yeah, and then um, is this from the right game?
0: Because I know there's a lot to do with Terranort in Dream Drop Distance. And oh, maybe that's the more. only
1: introduction of him, is the, the picture. Then.
0: Yeah, and at the time, everyone thinks it's Ansem, Seeker of Darkness from Kingdom yeah. Hearts 1, because it looks like him, but that's actually Terranort, right? Yeah. But we I don't think we hear the name Xehanort. His name might pop up in, like, the, the Ansem reports, and the Ansem secret reports.
1: Yeah, it says a pa- uh, a painting of Xehanort in Ansem's study. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. So... I guess they name-drop Xehanort in Kingdom Hearts 2.
0: Yep, I I stand corrected. But,
1: But like you said, it's still insane that he doesn't show up till, like... This is already three games in, and we only get a name-drop of him. And then it's not till Birth by Sleep where we actually get to meet Master Xehanort, which is... It just seems like some generic old Keyblade Master, depending on what story you're playing through at first.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. And
1: <laughs> then, um... It's not till later, till you find out that he's trying to plan this entire plan of getting the uh, the Keyblade or the X-Blade, and mm. he wants to use it to basically redo the, the Keyblade Wars.
0: Man, it's so interesting to think about now, just having played, like, uh, Union Cross, and watching the Kingdom Hearts key back cover and just knowing more about the Keyblade where it's so fun to think about all this stuff that's been drip-fed over the years and planted years in advance.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still play play Kingdom Hearts to this day. Like, older games, Mm. and when I'm playing them, I'm like, oh shit, I never noticed this. Or like, oh, they tied this to this. It's just really interesting and insane how, like... Intertwine these games
0: are it's basically like every time a new game or piece of media for it comes out once you've played it, then you go back and play some of the others and you'll you'll catch something different or yeah. something that was foreshadowing or hinting at, or again in like the reports and documents, maybe you'll find something that was directly leading into the game you just played,
1: yeah, and granted, there That's are good. some things that they like kind of soft reset. I can't think of any at the off the top of my head. But I know there are some things uh, that they by soft just... reset,
0: by soft reset, do you mean like uh, retcon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a few of those. Yeah, There's um... like well, how how Mickey got to the realm of darkness at the end of Kingdom Hearts one, for example.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's actually a really good one. I yeah. uh, I don't know how I blanked yeah. on that. <laughs>
0: that's the one that I always that's the one I always think of just because I thought it was like such a, a actually pretty quality retcon, at the end of uh, Fragmentary Passage.
1: Yeah. And that game was beautifully constructed for a game that was only maybe three hours long.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: had so much
0: fun with that game. I I went through it, I got the gold trophy on it on PlayStation, just uh, doing like every one of those uh, missions, getting all of Aqua's accessories and stuff.
1: I was trying to platinum that game for the longest, and uh, I kind of
0: just... Fun fact, uh, a Fragmentary Passage doesn't have a platinum. Free Drop Distance HD does.
1: Oh, maybe I just wanted to 100% <laughs> it then. Yeah,
0: well, that's what I did.
1: Yeah, I didn't... Well, I would consider that the Platinum in my
0: books. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's essentially Platinum. I think they just didn't want to do a Platinum for that because, again, it's like, uh, it's a prologue. It's a demo of KH3, basically, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I've Platinum it's Kingdom Hearts 1 game. and Kingdom Hearts 2 took me about 200 hours
0: <laughs> a piece or individually uh individual, or all together uh, anyway?
1: together collectively
0: all right all right when i played 2.8 for review last year i just like i rushed through it because i'd already played dream drop distance and because Back cover and a fragmentary passage only took a handful of hours total i just rushed through dream drop distance hd and i beat it in under 20 hours but then this year I went back and I platinumed that. That was the first Kingdom Heart game I'd ever platinumed, and uh, that took me up to like sixty or seventy hours. Geez, so really? Wasn't too bad. Yeah, like tripled my play time just doing the platinum. <laughs> you
1: You know what's crazy is um, wait. So that was sixty seventy hours combined with Riku and Sora's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's actually accurate, pretty accurate. Yeah. um i hundred percented that game fun fact on my way on my drive to Florida on the three d s
0: and See, I could never get it on the three d s it always anno- like i don't know I loved playing it on the three d s but I uh, like things like the uh battle against Julius in uh traverstown yeah, I just could not get him and i for some reason it was obvious to me when I was playing on p s four just grind just drive, yeah. like, 15-20 levels. It's funny, because everyone... I never took the time to do that on 3DS.
1: Everyone talks about how, like, Julius is the hardest Kingdom Hearts um, secret boss yeah. to fight, and all this other... Freeze! Sh- and I'm like, listen, I could beat Julius with no problem. Put me in a room with Kingdom Hearts 1 Sephiroth, I'm <laughs> f***ed. I'm never gonna win that fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, Sephiroth in either game and Lingering Will are pretty hardcore, pl- not to mention the Organization thirteen data battles in Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom oh Kingdom my Wars.
1: god, don't get me started on those. More that's of Xehanort's what, uh,
0: ex- extensive plan. The uh the, the data battles are what made me kind of rage quit trying to go for the platinum in Kingdom Hearts two for a while. That's I haven't gone back to it yet.
1: That's exactly what made me rage quit. And um mm-hmm. then it was the lingering will.
0: So uh at any rate we are um getting quite sidetracked. Very <laughs> As we From do with Kingdom Xehanort. Hearts. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to happen all the time. But, uh, so what do you think about Xehanort as a villain?
1: I think Xehanort's a great villain. He has this very, very dense scheme that he's, like, cooking up. And any time his scheme is thwarted, he immediately has, like, oh, well, I, I, I figured that was going to happen, so I have this backup plan. Yeah, yeah, he's, got, he's
0: got... uh Plans this, upon plan. he's yeah, like plans. Yeah, this man. Eight, he said.
1: This man is master of like backup plans. At this point in time, I don't understand how Sora and friends are gonna beat him because now he has. You have to imagine an he's organization for every
0: eventuality, right?
1: Yeah, and now he has an organization thirteen consisted of himself. Yeah. Like.
0: I think that's the where what? the whole thing kind of gets a bit silly for me. Like, I think he I agree he's like a, a really good villain and I like the directions he's taken with him. I think my biggest problem is that, like, he's the leader of Organization Thirteen, except he's not trying to build that group of random nobodies. He's trying to build a group of copies and clones and uh, different versions of himself from throughout time or people that he's, like, embodying and I can't even remember the word now. Like, body snatching. You know, he's taking them over. Yeah. And it it seems... Like, I know the whole series is a bit convoluted. Like, everyone is Sora, everyone else is Xehanort. Like, that's such a true and funny meme. But it's... It gets a bit ridiculous after a while to me.
1: Well, I think they're just trying to stick with the whole theme of... The... The seven lights have to defeat the 13 darknesses. The 13 darknesses, yeah. And... That's something that they've taught us since Kingdom Hearts 1, basically, with Mm. collecting the seven, uh, what did they call the Princess Hearts?
0: Yeah, the Princesses of Heart.
1: Yeah, but they always, like, stuck that, like, the seven light have to defeat the thirteen darknesses, and I feel like that's kind of why they went to, like, Xehanort creating this Organization thirteen of himself. Which yeah. I think is a little ridiculous, but whatever. Also really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, if I could have... That's like a podcast of 13 me. <laughs> that would be interesting. Mm.
0: So, talking about his true organization 13, the ones we know... Like, in Dream Drop Distance, there's a scene, like with all the other organization scenes from Kingdom Hearts 2, where you see them like in that big white room in their tall chairs. But as always, the ones that we know have their hoods revealed and the ones that we don't know have their faces concealed behind the hoods. And the ones that we know of so far are Old Master Xehanort from Birth by Sleep, uh, Young Master Xehanort, whose big uh appearances in Dream Drop Distance, uh, Some Seeker of Darkness from KH1, Xemnas from KH2, so there's the somebody and the nobody, or the the Heartless and the nobody, and then the two, what seem to be the two actual new people that are starting to become Xehanort are Zigbar or Brag and Saix Isa. So mm-hmm. we've got six so far. Old Zaynort, young Zaynort, some Zemnus, Zigbar and Syx. So that's the leaf seven. I and mean, I don't know how they're gonna cover seven more darknesses in Kingdom Hearts three, because all of those have been like a slow drip throughout the last half a dozen games. Well I think so like getting them all to this point. So like
1: I think a, in Kingdom Hearts Two did an excellent job in introducing thirteen brand new characters to this world, and yeah, but it you wasn't can say that Kingdom they were Hearts like 2's. kind it of was Chain of Memories. 2 yeah, 2's. I was gonna say you can say that like Chain of Memories helped with that, but not a lot of people like. I don't think a lot of people played Chain of Memories before Kingdom Hearts Two, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't find out that Chain of Memories was a thing until like. A week before Kingdom Hearts two came out,
0: huh, so funny.
1: I I didn't even get to beat Chain of Memories before Kingdom Hearts two came out, and even with that Chain of Memories, in my opinion, was such a drag of a game, especially if you got mm. stuck with like needing to open a green door, a green, door with, a a green card. door with an exact zero card, and you have yep. everything except that. Like you're just kinda fucked. Of
0: I that's what happened to me when I first played it on Game Boy Advance is I was super excited for it because I love Kingdom Hearts One and I was excited for Kingdom Hearts two, so I got Chain of Memories on the Game Boy and uh I was I think in the last world or what at the time I thought had to be one of the last worlds. And that's exactly what happened to me, is like my I had ninety nine out of ninety nine room card keys. But none of them were the one I needed, and so I just kept having to delete that, delete them, and grind and try and get one that was the right color and number. And eventually, I just got tired and gave up, and I couldn't be bothered restarting the game. And so I didn't actually beat it until they remade it for PS2.
1: See, it's stuff like that. Like that definitely takes away from even like introducing these characters. So, I mean, you're lucky you got as far as you did. I got Hmm. stuck at Monstros. Which uh, oh yeah is not that far into the game, sure, and that's uh, not even on Riku's side. That's on Sora's side. Oh yeah,
0: like I didn't even know there was a Riku side until it came out on PS2. I'm like, what? There's more? Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that was like that an game, amazing moment. Actually,
1: it's it's great that they have moments like that in that game, but the fact that you got stuck one door before you even got to that point like
0: sure it's it's similar to 358 over two days for a lot of people in that people don't like the gameplay but they like the story and so it's a lot of people suffer through the gameplay because they want yeah but 358
1: was not that bad
0: yeah it was just a mission-based gameplay like i like both of them honestly i've got problems with both but i like them a lot more than a lot of people do but i i understand I mean, where you will come from
1: a lot of people give me shh for this but i yep. fucking love recoded mm. that
0: game was excellent to me i, I thought the gameplay that was unique and interesting and that's the one thing i can say for it I, because i'm so invested in the plot i thought it was super disappointing in the plot because like the only important parts are like the the closing 5 to yeah, 10 minutes
1: that's absolutely true
0: so i i loved the um what's it called like the the way you level up the board the where you insert yeah. chips so it's kind of like hacking and stuff so you can change the difficulty you can get more exp you can get less exp whatever like i thought that was really cool and the way they tried to shake up the gameplay with each boss was neat but it was i was tired of going to the same worlds and fighting the same bosses and even if it was in new and interesting ways it still was just a bit for yeah i
1: I can see where where you're coming from we're off the
0: topic of xehanort again that's gonna happen often i know But I'm trying to keep this to 30, 45 minutes, man, and we're already 20 minutes in. (laughs) So, uh, I want to go back to Xehanort's true organization. We know six people, and there's seven left to be revealed. Who do you think might be revealed to be other versions of Xehanort? Do you think there will be more organization members that you don't like, from the original Organization 13 that we haven't seen in a while? Or do you think there will be, like, brand new characters...
1: I think there's one character in particular that's going to be shown as the last Xehanort that gets revealed. Who's that, Sora? No, I think it's actually going to be Ventus.
0: Mm, I was wondering about Ventus too, just because he's been trapped in Castle Oblivion. And allegedly only Aqua knows where he is, but allegedly.
1: So, yeah, I don't know why, but I have this funny feeling they've been dragging along that like, uh, Ventus' soul is trapped in the realm of darkness and hmm. we need to get him and he's also going to be the the last light, right? Because there's Sora, Well, Riku, I guess it
0: depends on who they're going to count as the seven Mickey. lights because there's a lot of good guys and a lot of them that could be the light, but... I, are well, we I specifically think it's talking only to the Keyblade the... Wielders?
1: Yeah, it's only, I think it's only the Keyblade Wielders. Then, I, then it seems like they're working So out it'd be... be Sora, Mickey, Riku... Sora, Mickey, Riku, Kyrie, mm-hmm. Lee, Aqua. Aqua, and then the last one would be Ventus or Terra,
0: because
1: Terra. Terra Nort,
0: but I uh, mean, it could be a bait and switch where you know they get Terra back and he's one of the lights instead of one of the darknesses, and that leaves Zaynort without one. Okay,
1: and then that can turn his plan into well, that's why I have Ventus, and yeah, then yeah, it could be, huh? This this.
0: This story can go interesting. It's like, like, nothing is too ridiculous because this is Tetsuya Nomura we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he writes some crazy... Um, also, I, I did But forget, I love it. I did forget. Uh, I mentioned old Xeinort, young Xeinort, Ansem, Xemnas, Zigbar, and Saix, but there's also Venetus. I forgot about him.
1: Oh, yeah, so Vanitas is there, a part of the There are seven
0: too. and uh, six left. Jeez. And, uh... Based on trailers that we've seen, I'm not convinced that uh, Marluxia is part of that. Why do you say that? There are a couple reasons. A, because... Well, how, how up-to-date are you on the story of Union Cross?
1: Uh, not at okay. all.
0: So, like, even though you don't play it regularly, you, you also don't know what's happened? Nope. Okay, so... Let me drop some bombs on you, then. Both Ventus and Lorium, the somebody of Marluxia, have been introduced... In Union Cross
1: okay, that they're, I heard about yeah
0: so the, uh, they are two of the five dandelion leaders who take up the role of the uh, the union leaders after the five that you get to know in back cover, so Master Ava from back cover gets this group of uh, Keyblade wheelers together to be the dandelions, and they'll be the the ones that fight the Keyblade war basically. And from them, there are five that she's handpicked to be the leaders of the unions from now on. And two of them are okay. Ventus and Lorium. That raises a lot of questions right there, because how, is, how are they both back in the age of fairy tales, in this age, years and years and years past, but then Ventus is still basically the same age in Birth by Sleep. And Marluxia, you know, how does he live so long, or how does Lorium live so long? When does he die and become Marluxia? And then... In Kingdom Hearts 2, mm-hmm. allegedly, whenever you take down an organization member, their nobody forms are released or destroyed or whatever, and their souls or hearts or whatever you want to call it go back into their original bodies, and their somebodies are brought back. Hence why there's Lee and not Axel, and there's Isa and not Saix and Bragg and not Zigbar. So I think in the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer where we see Marluxia, it's actually Lorium. Because you beat him in Chain of Memories. So he's no more. So surely that's his somebody. And he's just, like, playing a game that he's not letting all the cards out yet. And a big tell is that all of the members of Xehanort's true organization have the yellow eyes. But Marluxia's eyes are still the same color they were in Chain of Memories. Hmm. There's been a lot of speculation that I tend to agree with about him, like, playing his own game. He's not part of... Like He says that there's only one, true org- one organization, and that's what he's working for. But I think that's a total mislead.
1: And now, who do you think might be involved? I mean, I have some, some thoughts, Are but... you talking
0: about in Marluxia's or Loriam's or the Xehanort organization?
1: No, as far as the Xehanort organization... Honestly,
0: I've got next to no idea. Because there's so many good guys that are obviously good guys... There's so many bad guys that are obviously bad guys, and then there's a lot that are in between, that have gone in between. Like I do believe that Lee's firmly on the good guys now because he, as Axel, he kind of did. He played for himself, like I think Glorium's doing now. Now Lee Axel is definitely a good guy in my book.
1: Listen, I don't care whether Axel or Lee are good or evil. Still a good character. That is my favorite character, hands down.
0: Um. So. There are the other missing organization members like uh, Larkseen and Luxord who really haven't... or and Demix, those are the three I think that we haven't seen really since their demises. The voice actress for Larkseen has confirmed that she's recorded lines for Kingdom Hearts 3. So whether that's in flashbacks or her somebody pops up, she's probably going to be there, which leads me to believe that the same will be true for Luxord and Demix. But all three of those, again, like... We haven't seen Larkseen since her role in Chain of Memories and the little bit at the beginning of Three Five Eight Over Two Days, and we haven't seen Luxorder Demix since King Hearts Two. So they're, they haven't been important. They haven't been in the front of our minds for a long time. So it could be any one of the any of those three could be part of the True Organization. And if we just want to play it safe and say all three of them are with Xehanort, well, there's three slots filled, so that takes it from seven to ten. that just means three more to figure out. But I don't think all three of them will be with him. Especially Demix.
1: I mean, I feel like Demix doesn't really, like... Even in Kingdom Hearts 2, he didn't really, like, play a role as being, like, this... To be this evil-ass organization guy. Like, he was just kind of doing it to, like, get his heart back. Yeah. I think he's gonna
0: show up and be a helpful... A helpful helper for the good guys.
1: Yeah. I feel like, if anything um the people that we'll probably see on the team would be like Vexen. Mm. as as much as i hate him (laughs) i feel like he's gonna be on that team and as he does try to backstab and then gets over for doing so because that's what he seems to do okay
0: that's a fair point i forgot about all the other somebodies even though we've seen evan and alias and enzo i forgot about them completely but then none of them have had the the crazy influence that like Zigbar and uh Saix did. Yeah. So they seem to be back to their lives in Radiant Garden as as far as I we mean can there's tell. also
1: Zaldin, who we haven't seen much That's true. as Dylan.
0: Oh no no, Dylan Dylan was with them too. Or yeah. In Dreamdrop Distance Dil- Dylan was with the other ones that woke up in um in Anson's study. Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot about him. So there's Dylan, alias Anzo, and Evan, who all look up there with Lee. But they all seem to be again back to their somebodies, and they didn't have the glowing yellow eyes. They didn't seem too sinister or crazy. They just seemed to be trying to figure what out, figure out what was going on. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with them too. Other possibilities are Lushu or the Master of Masters, or, or maybe their apprentices, because you know in back cover. Master Masters gives the no-name Keyblade to Shu and tells him to pass it down to his uh, successors and his apprentices and stuff through the year so Master Masters can see what's going on in his time and write down the book of prophecies. And so... Oh God, it's so confusing to talk about it with all the time stuff. <laughs> But, like, the fact that Xehanort... I mean, this, this comes, all
1: goes back to Xehanort, because yeah, exactly. Xehanort has the
0: no-name Keyblade key is his in Birth by Sleep, and it's his in the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 where it shows young Xehanort and young Ericus playing chess. It shows his Keyblade on the wall there, watching, just with that eye looking at everything. Yeah. And so that's that eye, that Keyblade, no-name, that's what makes me think it could be something to do with Shu or the Master of Masters. Being part of the organization somehow, some way, or one of their apprentices. And
1: we also don't know what the Master of Masters looks like. Mm. We know very little of him. Mm. So, for all we know, he could de hood himself and he could be Xehanort. Could be, yep. Or even maybe one of the members of the Organization 13 at this point. Yep. There's so many interesting and. Uh, Big things that can happen with just like one or two changes, mm. and I think that this can go like literally any any way.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's crazy to think about.
1: Like Tech 2 Namura can legitimately write this story to where the organization thirteen wins, and it would make
0: sense. Yeah, it's true. Man, how crazy would that be if the whole story was a tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> Sora dies. I mean, Riku I think he's dies, already Kyrie confirmed. Dies, Aqua dies. Mickey dies. Disney wouldn't allow that. <laughs> <laughs> Disney would not allow. Mickey
1: wouldn't that. die. Mickey would fall back and like try to come up with another team. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess those ones didn't pan out. Goofy does <laughs> find some other Chuckleheads.
1: I mean, and this was how many years in the making to just be like, yeah, everyone just dies. But not
0: really. They're all just resting aside Sora's heart.
1: Oh my god, I would be so pissed. I don't think I would ever pick up another Kingdom Hearts game after no that. Liar. I am.
0: We're, we've stuck with it this long throughout all the arduous development of all the other games. We're committed.
1: Listen, my goal is to be a grandfather and still talk to my grandchildren mm. about new Kingdom Hearts games.
0: Oh, that's the plan. It's good because I've been uh, my two year old for less like, half year, we've been watching movies. I've been introducing her to different movies, and she's got her favorites. Like, she's really into Winnie the Pooh. And recently, she's watched Aladdin and Being the Beast, and a couple other things like that, like the, the ones that I grew up with. And so it'll be really exciting to play Kingdom Hearts with her, and she'll be like, oh, look who it is! Oh, look who it is! <laughs> You're slowly, purposefully...
1: Introducing her to Kingdom Hearts.
0: Exactly, I'm I'm giving her the material she needs to appreciate it. May, maybe <laughs> I should have her play some Final Fantasy before Kingdom Hearts.
1: See, that's how they fucking yep. hooked us. <laughs> that's that's how they hooked us. They were brainwashing us for years about these Disney movies that were so fucking yep. amazing, and then they were like, "Hey, here's a game with all of these characters you know,
0: but anime."
1: Which I already knew from Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon and all those other animes I watched when I was younger. Good times. Maybe this is Xehanort's convoluted plan <laughs> To get everyone hooked onto Kingdom Hearts and talk about it forever. Could
0: be. Could be. All you have to do is ask someone to explain the plot of Kingdom Hearts and that'll... There you go. Someone's talking forever. <laughs>
1: That's very true. I mean, look at this. This this episode was supposed to be about Xehanort. How many times did we get sidetracked on his plan? But to
0: be fair, it's all related to him still.
1: It yes. is. But that's what I'm saying. We can talk on forever. We can branch on to, I don't know, the different types of Keyblades based off of his plan. Mm. Yeah,
0: because... Well, and I'm because sure they're, they're somehow tied in. Well, I mean, you could talk about the Keyblades about Xehanort, because, again, the... The uh, no name Keyblade has the eye of the Master of Masters in it, but that's not the only Keyblade that has the eye in it. Like Riku's original uh, Dark Keyblade... It it's not the way to uh, Dawn? It's the the Dawn Eater, maybe. Oh, Soul, Soul Eater, Eater, that one. Uh, that one has an eye in it. And some at the end of Kingdom Hearts, you know, he's got a like a lance that has it. Oh, man, I can't remember all of them, but there's there's like half a dozen at least Keyblades that have that. Eye and it, says has it, and it's so that eye or eyes similar to it are in many keyblades, so I don't know if those are all being used by the Master of Masters to see and get more information or if it's other masters elsewhere in time. I don't know, but there's again it's just another no it's idea. just another question, another mystery
1: so i I googled keyblades with eyes, <laughs> and I actually found like. A list of pretty solid keyblades with eyes. There you go. So there's uh, Riku's Soul Eater, as well as Riku's Way to the Dawn. Oh, does Way to Dawn have it? Mm. Yeah, it's actually like um. So Way to the Dawn has like a white wing and a a like dark blue wing mm-hmm. going in a circle around the the hilt of the blade. Right. And right in between both of them is an eye. Right. Okay. Um. There's Vanitas' Void Gear, Terra's Chaos Ripper, Xehanort's Keyblade, Young Xehanort's Keyblade, yep. and Sora and Riku's End of Pain. Okay. Yep, yep.
0: That's in Dream Drop Distance, right?
1: Yeah. Hmm. So there are quite a few Keyblades, and they all go to vastly different characters. Yeah,
0: definitely. It's it's interesting. Like I didn't even think about the End of Pain, because that's one that takes a lot to unlock in uh, Dream Drop Distance. And so a lot of people aren't even going to know about that keyblade. And because it can be wielded by Sora and Riku... Like, Riku, it kind of makes sense because he's uh, been involved in the darkness a lot. But Sora, like, he's been tried to... The dark uh, forces have tried to recruit him and try to get him on their side. But he hasn't actually, like, been, quote-unquote, a bad guy. So that's interesting that he can wield that one.
1: You... uh, This is so off-topic. But you know what I just thought about talking about Sora and Riku... Mm -hmm. So Sora and Riku's story plays out kind of the opposite of Terra's and Aqua's. Aqua passes the Mac of, uh, mark of mastery exam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say she she reflects Sora mm-hmm. in like like her intentions, yep. and uh, Riku as Terra. So mm-hmm. she passes, he fails. Terra fails. Terra kind of like goes on this journey to like find himself and winds up going to the darkness. Yep. Whereas in Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora gets a Keyblade, Riku gets butt hurt that the Keyblade chose Sora, <laughs> yeah. goes to the Darkness, gets his own Keyblade, and then in the end, he's the one to become the Keyblade mm. Master. It's kind of like weird how that's...
0: Yeah, it is. It's like in, in Birth by Sleep, Aqua is able to become the uh, Master because she's not controlled by Darkness and there's no threat of her being taken over by the Darkness. And conversely, Terra has darkness inside him that he can't keep in check. Whereas yeah. uh, Sora is like basically supreme being of light. And, uh, and Riku has all those trials to do with the darkness. And he embraces the darkness and he learns to control it. And after all that, he takes the exam and is able to become the master. Whereas. Yeah, I just. Sora's still got uh, stuff to work out, I guess?
1: Things you can find about this game. Yeah. Even years after playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what the fuck xehanort has got in store. I don't know what he's gonna do with, uh, with the Incredibles to fight them. <laughs> I'm gonna assume the Incredibles is gonna say, is in the wait, game. when
0: did the Incredibles get there?
1: <laughs> oh, it's not. But Incredibles two is coming out yeah, this year, yeah. and there's no way in hell they're passing up on that. Oh,
0: you mean in Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, oh, it's definitely not gonna be a part of it. I don't think. Oh, I, I, really? You mean you mean the Incredibles one? Of course, duh. Oh yeah, not. I don't know. Not I, two. I. I, I... I could see it, but I don't think it's going to be there.
1: Come on, I want to see Syndrome I do too. control oh. some Heartless. Wait, there was
0: a there was an article I wrote uh, like three, four, I don't even know how many years ago now. It was between three and five years ago that was like so many other articles out there, here are the worlds that I'd like to see in Kingdom Hearts 3. And one of them was Andy's Room, Toy Story, that's in there. One of them was Monstropolis, Monsters Inc., that's in there. One of them was I think it is and Incredibles so I definitely want it to be there I just for some reason I had this feeling that it's not like they've got Toy Story and Monsters Inc to cover Pixar right now and they they could very well do Incredibles as a way of tying it in with the release of of Incredibles 2 it would be very timely but I I don't know I I just for some reason I don't feel like it's going to happen I feel like Frozen is a done deal that's definitely going to be there We've known about Big Hero 6 for a few years now. We just haven't seen any footage of it. It's just that one piece of art, concept art. Yeah. And along with all the others, I feel like we're basically at the quota. Because they did say there are going to be less Disney worlds than, you, than Kingdom Hearts 2. And we're almost to the number of Kingdom Hearts 2 Disney worlds.
1: How many Disney worlds were there in Kingdom Hearts 2? Oh,
0: gosh, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, like ten or something? Let's see. List of worlds in the Kingdom Hearts series. Agrabah, 100 Acre Wood, Atlantica, Beast's Castle, Port Royal, The Pride Lands, Halloween Town,
1: Land of Dragons, Dragons. Space Paranoids,
0: Olympus Coliseum, there's 10, Timeless River, so according to the list I'm looking at, it looks like eleven. and uh, now we go to Kingdom Hearts 3 Disney Worlds, and there's Toy Story, Big Hero 6, Tangled, Hercules. I forgot about Tangled. Uh, Monsters Inc. And there was another one.
1: I don't. I don't know.
0: Maybe there's only five. Maybe I'm just <laughs> counting six because I'm assuming Frozen. So I guess there could be a couple more.
1: I mean, they still got some room. Yeah. I mean, we're probably gonna see staples like like Agrabah I don't know. I I think
0: all... the only staple that's gonna be there and we've
1: is also things. seen we've also seen. Pretty sure we've seen some screenshots of like cutscenes in Disney Castle. I mean, that could have just oh, been know. for
0: show-off purposes, but yeah, I'm not counting anything into that. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. So one one quick thing, uh, we're we're really we've passed the forty-five mark. So I'm just gonna try and uh, wrap <laughs> this up. But I've found after looking at some more keyblades, the foretellers in back cover. Their, their keyblades themselves have their own unique designs based on their unions, but uh, if you take a look at them, they've all, like, the keychains themselves, you know how, like, to get a keyblade, you get a new keychain, right? All yeah. of their keychains have that eye on them. I'm not sure if that's because the Master Masters mm-hmm. uh, bequeathed the keyblades to them, and so he, like, that's his way of keeping an eye on all of them, but that's interesting, something that I never realized before. This this is interesting. The plot thickens. So now
1: I, won- I wonder if there's anything else with that eye in it that we haven't noticed. Yeah, that's,
0: it, it's again, just another reason why it'd be good to replay all the games and keep an eye out for the eye. And, uh, like, I definitely think that's part of how Xehanort knows so much, is because he's using that eye. That's why I think he's so strongly connected to the Master Masters. Because he's got that eye, he's got that Keyblade, and he's able to see so much, and that's why he's able to, like, do his time travel or his body snatching or whatever. And make these plans with different continuities. And that
1: also, that also goes to show that also goes to show how, like, in depth his plan is. That like knowing as mm. much as you and I know about Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> it's true. We still have no yep. fucking clue.
0: <laughs> so, uh, on one hand, I feel like we could have uh, gone so much more into Xehanort's character. On the other hand, I don't like he's just such a he's an integral and pivotal part of the story but he's still so there's still so much that's unknown about him
1: yeah i mean the most we kind of know about him is Ericus. he he betrayed ericus and and um yep
0: yeah, and he he took once the x-blade he took ventus under his wing and, to get him and venita like he separated the good and the bad from uh the light and the dark from ventus which became the dark became Venetus. And so he, like, tried to strengthen both Ventus and Vanilla so that they could get a point to forge the Keyblade.
1: Yeah, and then he took Zane, uh, Terra as his apprentice to mm. try to mold his darkness. And, and then he took
0: over... Here he we are. Over <laughs> he has Terra's 13 of himself. <laughs> and became uh, affectionately known by fans as Nort. And then Terranort lost his memory and... Uh, became an apprentice of Ansem the Wise under the name of Xehanort. And then, uh, did he take up the name Xehanort there? Or did he... Yeah, I think because it was after he was uh, an apprentice under Ansem the Wise that he used the name Ansem. And then when he lost his heart in Terranort's body, that's when his his heartless form is Ansem from Kingdom Hearts 1 and his nobody is Ansem, And... While he was an apprentice, that's when he became close to Isa and Bragg and persuaded them to join his side or his cause or what have you. Actually, I guess he, when he was <coughs> Old Master Xehanort, that's when he got to Brag because there's those bits in Birth by Sleep where he's already got Brag on his side because Terra's the one that uh, takes Bragg's eye in a battle. Then Bragg became Xehanort and then, or uh... Terra became Xehanort, and Bragg worked for Xehanort, and now Break is a Xehanort, and Xehanort's a Xehanort, and Sykes is a Xehanort, and everyone's a Xehanort, and everyone else is Sora. <laughs> Xehanort is definitely like
1: Oprah in this situation. Everyone's you're a, a Xehanort. Xehanort! And
0: you're a Xehanort! Congratulations! It's like a pop-up ad. You've been selected to become Xehanort. Just click <laughs> here to receive your powers of Ooh. darkness. <laughs> I
1: probably would just to be a part of the Kingdom Hearts right, universe. Right,
0: it's getting ridiculous now. I think it's a good place to close it out. So, thank you for coming down this journey with me, Andy. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for having me. Of all, like, th- so this was the first episode where we focus on Kingdom Hearts specifically. Because it's Kingdom Hearts and other stuff, right? So we could talk about other stuff too and tie it into Kingdom Hearts. But it's, it was ni- it's nice to do these Kingdom Hearts centric episodes because I. I don't just want it to be for new people trying to get into the series. I want it to be worthwhile for fans, too, right? And so hopefully this was good. Uh, so hopefully people enjoy this. And if you guys do, tell us. If you didn't like it, tell me why, too. You can, you can uh, give us any feedback you like. You can hit me up on Twitter at Zachary P Lyons. That's Zachary P-L-Y-O-N-S. And you can follow Kingdom Hearts and other stuff by subscribing to Super Nerd Pals across the board. Whether that's on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes. Or you can also follow the Nerd Pals Network on Twitter at Super Nerd Pals and join our Facebook group at Facebook.com/groups/Super Nerd Pals. And Andy, where can they find you?
1: Find me on Twitter at Sweet Justice One. That's Sweet Justice O N E. And also um,
0: on Super Nerd Pals.
1: Yeah, and on Super Nerd Pals. Um, and tweet at us um, if you have anything to add to this discussion or. Whatever it is, you can always tweet at us or write to us in the Facebook group. We're pretty active
0: on both. Mm. And if you have any topics that you'd like to talk about with me on Kingdom Hearts and other stuff, again, tweet us, send us a message, and uh, we'll, we'll see about getting you on. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you on Episode 6.